Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Yes, here we go. The Southern River Band boys there. The lads out of Thornley. Mark Reigns has brought his jacket down here. It must be cold outside, I tell you what. How are you, mate? You're on the Shelter Footy Cast. Yeah, Scully, good to be here. It is cold. This has uh, been a cold morning, so I know we're uh, a bit chilly, but I've uh, got everything you know, dressed as normal. So uh, <laughs> Straight out of bed. <laughs> you actually change, like, some kids when they're five and six years of age, they just don't change their T-shirt for about a week and a half. That flag mantle top, you've had on for about three months. Why would I change the flag mantle <laughs> shirt? Top four free mantle, going to be flag mantle very soon, Skate. T- you'll be sitting here right here during finals and you'll be going geez I should have jumped on board yeah I'll, be, I'll give you a call while you're in Europe and see uh, <laughs> giving your loyalty is so good I thought you're a bit I thought you're a bit um, you know on something so that's the problem is that I'm going to Europe and you're staying I'm here pissed. is that the issue I'm, je- I'm genuinely jealous <laughs> very good uh, the Shelter Footy Cast we get through a review and a preview Monday and Thursdays here uh, we do a bit of a West Australian theme focus on the West Coast Eagles and the Freo Dockers thank God the West Coast Eagles will be off the table next week uh, we don't have to speak about them anymore so it'll be a Fremantle podcast a little bit later on um, you can find us on socials Shelter Footycast on Instagram you can send us an email footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au we've always got a few prizes a few slabs a few things to give away in that realm and you can watch us on YouTube Shelter born and brewed in Bustleton Skeet let's get into it big moments of the round there's a fair bit going on in coaching land at the moment um, we've spoken about it a little bit over the last couple of weeks it seems like I don't know why GWS has just vanished out of the equation um I haven't seen any report that says GWS still don't want Alistair Clarkson, and I haven't seen Alistair Clarkson say, I'm only deciding between North Melbourne and Essendon, but it seems like media land has narrowed the focus between North Melbourne and Essendon. Alistair Clarkson, answer should be this weekend. How do you see it playing out? Yeah, well, the Giants obviously doesn't want to move to Sydney. That would seem the obvious reason that that becomes a, right. a no play. That, f- but that, that, I think they're the best list out of those three. I would I would say if you had to pick those three, who could win a premiership in the next five years, I'd pick the Giants. Yeah, probably so. Uh, that, yeah, absolutely. But uh, there is a concern about players leaving at the end of this season. Uh, this Saturday will be their final game together really as a group because Taranto likely to go amongst others. So they're going to have a, a list change again because their salary cap's a bit squeezy. Uh, yeah, Essendon, North Melbourne and the Bombers, even though they have just turned into a complete rap we know that with Paul Brasher going as president and, and of course, uh, David Barham taking over as the, the new leader there. Is he an interim president or he's the president now? Oh, I think he's the president. Right. Uh, that's happened. He was already on the board. Right. And, of course, he used to be involved with the media with at Channel 10 and briefly at 7 during the cricket uh, rights, etc. He was in charge of that. So, I, I, look, I think the push from Essendon to get Clarko will win because if you're weighing up the two houses, right. Essendon and North Melbourne, um, even though you say Essendon's list, I, mean, I think the infrastructure, the, the power, the money the support base, I think, gives Essendon a very tangible advantage over North Melbourne. Something that doesn't get spoken about, and I have this at very, uh, you know, a good level of information, there's only a certain amount of clubs that can guarantee a coach's contract, right? So some clubs, like North Melbourne, can't guarantee... You can sign a five-year deal, but it's not guaranteed. They can't guarantee it year to year because of their finances. West Coast are one that can guarantee a contract. So they say, four-year deal million bucks a year, 
there's four million bucks and it's guaranteed. And if we if we sack you, you're still getting the four million bucks. That's that's how that's how West Coast operate. I think Hawthorne's in the same boat. I think Collingwood is in the same boat. I reckon Essendon might be in the same boat, and North Melbourne certainly isn't. So money will come into play here for Alistair Clarkson. He will want to go to a club where he's guaranteed to get a crack at it. He's guaranteed money-wise, but also contractually, that if he signs a three- or four-year deal, he's guaranteed to get a go. I will say, though, like, I don't see well, – I, I, I would find it difficult to, for either of those sides to win a premiership in the next three or four years. No, you're probably right. I, you know, you feel sorry, and we do this all the time. I feel sorry for David Teague, the way he was publicly hung out to dry by Carlton uh, last year. You feel sorry for Ben Rutten, who knows that he's a dead man walking in coaching circles, really, at the moment, and he has to go through the charade of having a training session, playing against uh, the Tigers this weekend, and then most likely on Monday, he's out of a job. Do you feel sorry for players at the end of the year when they're playing? Maybe they've had a discussion in the last couple of weeks that um, they won't be on the list and we're going to look at trading you and... Do you, I, I'm just not you personally, but do you think people feel sorry for players because the same thing happens to players? No, I do, I do. You know, it's, it's, I know it sounds strange, but it is someone's livelihood. It's yeah. their job, and we don't. Sometimes the public don't, don't see it that way. Yeah, head coach, get him out. We want to win. Yeah, and and look, it's a real personal toll that it takes on yeah. on, on someone in that such a public way as well. So no, I've got sympathy for players who are not sure of their future heading into round 23 or whatever it is. So yeah, it, it works both sides both sides of the equation. Because sure. there'll be players, I know for a fact, there'll be players West Coast 100%, they're going to have a lot of list changes this year that are playing this week in Geelong, God forbid. So <laughs> that, it's the last time they'll play together as a, gr- as yep. a, as a group you yep. suspect. There's going to be change. Yep, either at AFL level with that club, uh, you know, who knows? So there's a lot of pressure on players around the country this week as well. So tip a little liquor out, tip a little shelter out for the boys around the country. Uh, what about the one you brought across the table just before we started here? Yeah, no, I've just... Um, uh, umpire land. Yeah, there's... Uh, Carolyn Wilson had this on Footy Classified last night, so it's it's just coming out of the east, but uh, the list sizes for umpires expected to go from 34 to 42, which doesn't mean much in the scheme of things, except they're talking four umpires... Every game? A match. Now, whether that comes to pass remains to be seen. Oh, yeah, I've, I've got a question mark around this. I think what they're trying to do is trying to get some of the umpires that are there, are, are not old, but they're certainly at the, the latter stages of their career. So they're trying to keep them in the game by having extra three umpires yep. joining them, but also maybe helping them teach some of the, the, the new... Fast track some development. Yeah, possibly. So, look... In that sense, it's it's a good idea from the outside, but gee whiz, four umpires, and we talk about inconsistency, and that's it's, it's like you, myself, yes. Dan and Damo, for instance, having a being umpires in one game. How we interpret decisions, <laughs> heaven forbid, would be uh, quite different, don't you think? Yeah. So, so it does it does bring up the question of oh, more inconsistency potentially from umpires. It's it's sort of like the double edged sword, right? Because if you don't do something like this, uh, umpiring quality, I think this year. Is I think there's been some poor umpiring, and I think they'd probably be the first to admit that. And that's because it's very hard to get experience at the top level, and it's a different type of footy. Umpiring at waffle or state league footy is very different to umpiring at the AFL level. And if there's only 32 or 36, that's not many people for opportunity, is it? So at least on one side of the story, it gives people more opportunity to see at the top level. But like you said, four umpires... Let's just hope if that does go ahead, it doesn't mean more free kicks. It you know, behind the play or picking things out that aren't there. But let's go back just very briefly. Uh, you're a former player. Why don't we see more former players umpiring? Say if the money was really good. I know sometimes physically your body's cooked, but 
Like for yourself, you you could theoretically become an umpire. Why don't? Why haven't you? Why is that not on the radar? We asked that to Demar Getz, and it's too hard. Umpiring's bloody yeah. hard. <laughs> like it, it, it's uh, it's it's all it's the same amount of running training uh, as a player. You got to go down there and train three days a week. You got to be in peak physical condition. So the commitment's the same. Yep. And then and then you get the public scrutiny. You don't get you get paid a, a tenth of the fee. No selfies in that one. No, no, no cashy jobs uh, on a weekend. No one no one likes the umpires, mate. And so there, there's not a lot going for it. I mean, it keeps you involved in football, but um, the reason is it's too bloody hard. And and I, I don't know if people realise that, but umpiring is a hard gig. So um, maybe that'll help. I don't know. It's a good thing to bring across the table. Uh, let's go with this. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shelter Footy Cast. Let's get into the Western Bull, uh, West Coast Eagles, Fremantle Dockers, games of the week. Fremantle play GWS this week with a chance to jump into the top four. They play Optus Stadium, uh, 11.45. No, they don't play Optus Stadium. They play GWS. They, don't, play, they play in Canberra. Don't look at me like that. Optus Stadium's done. Don't look, at me, don't look at me like that. Got a lot of things running through my mind. If someone writes fucking Optus on the fucking run sheet, I'll read it. Okay. You're, I, Charlie, I know, I know you're listening. I know exactly what you're thinking of. You're thinking of, okay, what sort of vino do I have when I get to Europe? <laughs> do I have a beer? Do uh, I bring my shelters with me? Do I have a prawn cocktail? I mean, what do I have over here in Europe? <laughs> I don't prawn, know. What is a prawn cocktail? <laughs> anyway, something fancy. Free so metal, it's in Canberra. <laughs> Free metal GWS in Canberra. Very polar opposite to Europe. Canberra. <laughs> and by the way, they haven't won an away game in the final round since 2003. So. Frio. No, that's what's that? That's eight, 19 years ago. <laughs> it's very close to 20. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we. That's That's a stat. Yeah, who got that one? That you? Yeah, no, it's Charlie, the same person that butchered where it is. <laughs> um, now, <laughs> Fremantle, Fremantle play GWS with a chance to go into the top four. They haven't won since 2003. Do they, they win this game, don't they? They they most likely do. I'm a bit worried about their their goal kicking this week. Well, you have to be. They don't have any. Well, they don't have any tall forwards. players. They got no forwards. Tabin is out. Uh, Trace is out. Lob is question very mark. much questionable. And I, I almost think you know what? Don't play him if he's not right. Just give him Couple two weeks. weeks. If it's an it's AC, two weeks will do wonders for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Fife comes back in, so maybe he's the the go to man. To be. He's not uh, playing in the middle this year. And Logue, uh, obviously, what, he's, what's, well, what's he didn't train a lot yesterday, right. so there's a bit of a question mark over him. So. It's a bit of a banana peel game. They should be winning. I mean, the, the, the motivation for Fremantle compared to the Giants is chalk and cheese, albeit the, the Giants would like to finish off the season on a high. But, yeah, the motivation is massive. And bear in mind, it's 11.45 game on a Saturday. Sydney to play Sunday. Carlton Collingwood to play Sunday. Um, there's there's that... Because, obviously, Melbourne Brisbane play Friday night, so they'll know um, one of those teams will most likely They'll be lose. jumping them. You're jumping them, exactly. So there'll be a couple of chances well, for them to jump up. Yeah, and they won't... I mean, they won't know what's to come with the other two games. Just win your game and then just sit back and hopefully it all uh, transpires. I, I heard Justin Lompmuir say that they're training this as the most important game of the year, which is cliche 101, but it is really. They need to win this game. None, none of these things will happen unless they get the victory done. Flag mantle, if you're watching along, will not happen <laughs> if they don't get this done. I think they do get it done. I'm, I'm picking Fremantle. First win away from home in Michael 20 years. Walters, 200 games. Oh. Uh, he had a, look, last year or so, there's been some question marks about his form, about his future. Um, uh, some signs in the last month, I think, that he's back playing some really nice footy. He looks uh, settled in his role. Um, I think with senior players, it's really important to um, give them a really defined role. You know, 
give him a pat on the back still when they're doing well. So if he is just small forward, you know how he used to play fifth, fifth mid and used to go in up around the ball? He doesn't do that anymore. He just plays forward. This is what this is what your objectives are. Kick a goal or two, assist your teammates, play for your teammates, tackle, chase, and you do that, you stay in the team. I think like bringing it back even for guys that have played 200 games actually helps. And he just looks like he's playing clear of, you know, clear of mind, you know, without knowing, speaking to him. That's what it looks like to me. And he's been going really well. GWS, on the other hand, um, yeah, I, d- I don't know why they're falling out of the race for... They've been bad the last fortnight. No. Beat the Bombers, who... That's uh, after, after this spray that was given by McVeigh. Yeah, remember. true. And they beat... Oh, they came close to not going over the Bulldogs. So their form hasn't been that bad. Uh, by the way, 26 disposals will mean 8,000 uh, career disposals for David Mundy, should he do that. I think they're only the 11th player to achieve that. Miles State. So he, he's just racks. He's been to the moon and back with Kays. We've worked out everything with uh, Barrett, but uh, the end is coming. He's got at least two more games to go. Who are you picking? Uh, Dockers to, to win. But again, I'd I, I be concerned about the goals, but I, surely, surely they get it done. Home final guaranteed. They'll finish in the top six. So it's either home final in elimination or home final. Uh, after a qualifying, uh, yep. yeah, final is that correct? Yeah, so why, why, right? why qualifying yes. final if they if they make the top yeah. four, and then after that they can either win or lose that qualifying. If they win, they'll get a home prelim. Yeah, they'll definitely get at least one. Yeah, good. So you can wear your flag mantle gear down there. Backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash merch. West Coast v Geelong. I don't know how West Coast end up playing in Geelong the last round of the year. It seems like every year they're down there. Last two games they've lost by ninety seven and ninety three points. Absolutely butchered down there. It's just the it's just the arse end of the world sometimes, Geelong. I'm from Geelong, I can say that. But it's it's an incredibly hard place to play footy. Spoke to Tom Hawkins about this. Why? Why why is it such a big home ground advantage? Yes, there's a home crowd. Yes, there's the travel element. You know, you fly to Melbourne, you get an hour on the bus, it's it's extra travel. It's the ground, isn't it? It's the ground. It's the ground. They train at the ground every, you know, they don't train there once a week like they do at Optus here. They train there every every day. They do captain's run. They do walk jogs. They do all their touch out there. Um, there's there's wind permutations there, but it's the it's the shape of the ground. Skinny skinny pockets. Um, it's a it's a wide ground though, and it's it's just a weird setup that you don't see anywhere else in the country. And they play it the better out of everyone. The way they play the corridor, the way they defend behind it, and then the way they attack. They're not going to have Jeremy Cameron this week, though, which is a big out for them. Or Reece Stanley. Yes. So, so the, the question is, I've had this debate with Carl uh, on radio. He thinks they'll probably just, a bit like Ross Lyon, rest a heap of players. Uh, interviewed Nigel Lappin last night. And look, there, there are some players like, like Menegola who need some footy. I think Parfit, there's about four or five that definitely need some footy. Mitch Duncan may not play. He's a bit sore. Um, so uh, Again, he missed last week, didn't he? Yeah. Right, so he but could miss yeah. up. Yeah. Look, there are players, he said, Nigel said, like... Uh, Joel Selwood that could miss this game and still, you know, play qualifying final and play two games in five weeks and not be an issue. But uh, yeah, I don't think you want to be. You were right about that. Yeah, you don't. You know, you don't, I don't think you want too many players playing two games in five weeks. No, it just doesn't doesn't sit well. But Paddy Dangerfield, who's had some calf issues, he will play. We think three hundred matches. He's but look, I don't know if you know him well or not well. Not, not that well. No, you, I like I like the way he goes about. I mean, he's obviously a great footballer, but he's got a happy demeanour. No, I'm a rap for him. He's um, yeah, it's been funny. Like he he, he's not he's not enigmas the wrong word, but he sort of like goes about it and puts the team on his back for a long period. He just seems to have been doing the same thing for a long time. Like just a really great player. Um, you know, I certainly look at what he does in the contest. Um, 
but probably this year a little bit. Maybe it's because he's been a bit injured, but it does seem like he hasn't been trying to be the Superman as much. He's been trying to be, play his role, which is what Geelong needs. Geelong has had star players for the last five, six, seven, eight years. Like They have had this core group, you know, Selwood, Dangerfield, Hawkins. They've had these guys, but they haven't been able to execute come finals together as a team. They haven't. They, they went through that patch of qualifying finals where they'd lost seven in their last eight or something like that. And they'd be embarrassed what happened in the prelim final, albeit there was some illness in the camp, but they got absolutely towed up by this, Melbourne. This, this group should have won premierships in, in, the, in the last decade, and they haven't. A lot of should have, but they're hard to win, as you yeah, know, know. As, as well as anyone, and obviously playing a lot of footy at Geelong as opposed to the MCG, which were their next two games, yep. if, if that's the case. And, um, and the Eagles, by the way, Nick Nat, will he play? Will he travel? And also, we know that uh, Alec Waterman's... Um, Done. He's had surgery. Did I say Alec Waterman? Is that right? He's dead, but it's Jake. Jake, of course. Yes, I knew that. Jake. Jake Alec Wal- plays for Essendon. Yes, I, that's why I paused. Jake Waterman <laughs> has had knee surgery, um, and Andrew Gaff's a bit sore as well. So um, we talk about not risking players at Geelong, but what's the point in taking blokes over that? Are, yeah, apparently they they can't um, they can't get accommodation in Geelong. That's what I heard. Oh, the Eagles. Yeah, so they're they're flying in on the Friday night and playing Saturday. They usually come in Thursday, Friday. So apparently no accommodation on the Thursday. So night. they're staying where? They're yeah. staying where they usually stay, but there was nothing on the Thursday night. So well, I isn't this book like yeah in March? Or yeah, something? I think that's a furphy, but that's what I heard. I did hear that. So they're coming in a day day. I I think what's more than likely is all right. Let's spend as <laughs> less time <laughs> less time in Geelong as possible. Get in there. Hey, look, stranger things have happened. Skate. Give us a Not- margin. Just give. Don't worry about. <laughs> so give me a margin. Not many stranger things have happened, but stranger things happen. Oh. Look, I think they'd be happy within 10 goals, honestly. For what's gone on down there the last couple of years, with better sides, with sides that are not challenging, but at least competitive, they've lost by almost 100 points. So 10 goals for me. All I want to see is what we saw last week in the Derby. Bit of uh, get up and go. Tim Kelly returns to the side. Yep. But I think I agree. It's, it's a 8, 9, 10 goals, just regulation win. They couldn't win, could they? No. No, okay. well, well, that being said, there's no issue if Geelong loses, is there? It doesn't affect them one iota. But I think every football team just likes to keep momentum and, and keep playing good footy. You don't want to flirt with form, as they say. That's uh, correct. Scott. Tom Barras, just a tiny little one to finish on. I've yeah. pumped him up for All-Australian. I don't know how that's going to go, but I hope he does. And he'll get a Tom Hawkins, so it'll be a good test for him. Yep. Very good. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shell Footy Cast. Brisbane and <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> that's a cough for you. Can you read that one out, please, Kate? Uh, it's Brisbane, uh, Melbourne at the Gabba tomorrow night. Uh, bigger, arguably the biggest game of the home and away season. Well, for these two clubs, it is because top four becomes either yay or nay. Yeah, doesn't it? So uh, the Lions got such a good record up there. I reckon they've won thirty-five out of thirty-seven matches up there during home and away footy. They've lost some finals up there, but they, their form up there is impeccable. This is this is why they're rolling schedules a good thing yes. for the last round because they've been able to put this in later. Sunday has got some ripping footy to keep everyone engaged and Friday night footy, this is the one of the best games of the round because oh, the top four's on the line. Mate, I'll be drinking shelter at about three tomorrow afternoon. I'll be, <laughs> I'll put some multis on. I'll be, seriously, I'll be up and about by about 5.50. Um, just, I don't know. What about you? You're going to be are, are you a pseudo Brizzy fan? Uh, no, I've got a bit of Queensland. Yeah. Me, my family's pseudo. Gold Coast. Pseudo. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a, I'm a massive fan, but yeah, I've, I, you know, I don't mind the lines. Yeah. Oh, the Gabba? 
Yeah, the, that's what I mean. You're almost like the Gabba, the where it's, it's played. A, it's a, mate, it's as a venue, it's an absolute. It's a dive. To be oh, honest. I was going to say it's it's the worst in the AFL. Oh yeah, good, it yeah, is yeah. the it is the worst ground in the AFL. It's the worst facilities for players. Yep. It's a shocking shocking ground, and a grand final was played there two years ago. I know, I know. Um, how do you how do you line this one up? Well, I, I think I I know you haven't been too strong on Melbourne, um, but but I, I I do look at Melbourne and think they have experience they know how to do it they know how to come together I do think they're the team that people are kind of thinking you know they're fighting for top four spot they may not even make top four but I do think this is the team that can challenge Geelong is Melbourne yes but we're all waiting like the back half of the season we just we've seen it spasmodically and that well, that can happen with a, a grand final team like that's why winning back to back is so hard to yeah. to put together two years and time your run I mean, they do bloody well to beat Carlton last week, let's be honest. I mean, they shouldn't have won that game, and they find a way. Carlton should have lost it. Yeah, correct. But that's a little bit of the Collingwood mindset. Oh, you know, how they're winning all these small games. You've got to win them. Yep. You have to actually get yourself in a position to win them. So there's not going to be a, a, a lot of changes for either the Lions or the Demons. Um, Adams, who's important to the Brisbane structure, may miss again. He missed last week. Melbourne will be unchanged. Uh I'm I'm going to pick Melbourne in this one. It's it it's going to be a bloody tight game though, and Brisbane will be playing for everything. So it'll be like a finals game. Yeah, for finals. Yeah, look, I'm going Brisbane because of where they're playing. I'm not convinced about Brisbane at the moment either. To be totally, I, but no. I think Melbourne's got more upside in the finals. Well, there's a reason they're both fighting for top four spot. There, there's a reason that this they're not first and second. Yeah, right. Yeah, that that says that they're. They're still top four potential, so they're having good years. Yep. But um, Brisbane last week, just a little, not saying flaky, but they 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 have little little moments where you just wonder whether they are the real deal. Yeah, um, outside the Gabba, particularly, um, this is where they play good footy. It's going to be a crack. I'll, I'll just to go the opposite way. I think Brisbane at home. I thought you said don't pick it just just for the sake of picking against each other. You, you, you're having a go at me on my, on last no, Thursday no, for it. No, no, I, no. You honestly believe Melbourne will win? Yes, and I, I think. And look, I think it's a 50-50 game. I've right. sort of tossed and turned on this. So right. I, I'm going with the Lions at home. This, as you say, this is going to be huge. Whichever team loses this, in my mind, can't win the flag. Wow. Mark, I mean, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that big a statement. Well, I was just, no, I guess in my mind, I was thinking if Brisbane don't make top four, I think they're a side that actually could do some damage from fifth. No, they can't. Okay. No, Perfect. no, well, they can't win at the MCG, Scoey. Yeah, but... They've got to win. I mean, yeah. they've got to win four games, don't they? From from outside the top yeah. four, now it's a, and away from home, I can't see them doing it. Okay, there you go. Mark Reddings can't win it if they don't win this game. Very good. North Melbourne v Gold Coast Saturday. Uh, what are you? What are you? What's that? North Melbourne Gold Coast. Oh mate, oh, it sounded like you're ready for a big game here. No, no, I'm thinking how do we how do we talk this up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's nothing to play for in the game. Uh, wooden spoon for North. You, you could throw that out there. Yeah, the wooden spoon. So if they win this game, they don't win the wooden spoon. Potentially, Absolutely. no. Well, not potentially. That th- th- let's be honest. They West win this Co- game, so West Coast lose. Yes. What about if West Coast lose by a hundred points percentage wise? I wonder what the percentage differential between Gold Coast and North Melbourne is. Uh, North Melbourne and West Coast is. I'll let you work that out. Yeah, um, and I'll talk about uh, the Gold Coast. But not a lot. Four percent no. between them. No. Um, what are we thinking about North Melbourne? Well, I, I think I think they're butchering the Horn Francis thing. To be honest, uh, Horn Francis played in the in the VFL last week after missing an ice bin. I saw Lee Adams speak about him in the media publicly. They were, he was asked directly, "Will he be coming back in? Is he a guarantee back in?" And he was saying, "Oh." 
Uh, he's not a guarantee back in. We'll have to assess his form and you know assess the rest of the team. Let's let's get let's get real. This is the worst side in the competition, North Melbourne, one of, and they are not playing their number one draft pick. Bizarre. We we said this all year. There's there's just something missing with the young man and North Melbourne. And I just wonder. Look, Gold Coast they're very poor. In fact, it's, they've been poor since Stewie yep. Jew resigned a, a contract. So that's a bit unfortunate. They've they show nothing against the Cats, but then again, the Cats are uh, the best in the business. Let's the move on. Who are you picking? Uh, going going with the Gold Coast Suns, just quickly. Yes. Will Clarko look at this game? I mean, oh, yeah. I keep forgetting seen. Clarko wants to coach this team. Why? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> no. serious. Why? Is it the money? Um, is it the t- I, I would think it's something to do with Tassie, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be well, the Tassie element? Possibly. but Because he's been very tied into that. Over a lot the- of what-ifs in that, because you're saying that North Melbourne's going to get a Tassie. Maybe. No. In talent, you, you, you can't go there as a Clarko and think, this is a, a, a two-year fix. No. So, anyway, I'm going Gold Coast. Who are you tipping? Uh, Pick well, North, just for the sake of No, it. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> Gold Coast. I'm not doing it. I can't do it. <laughs> nah. Because it's, it means West Coast win the spoon. I don't want that to happen. Nah. Essendon play Richmond Saturday at the MCG. Saturday night, big game here. Um, given Richmond guaranteed final spot. But they're playing with a bit of a chance to jump up into home finals. I think they can get to sixth if they win. Can they get to sixth? Or is that outrageous? I'm not sure about that. Uh, but what they have done, and all, where, they, where they finish... They cannot. That's absolute lie. <laughs> Just no. lied to you. Where they finish in the eight is irrespective. They're playing good footy. And they, they yeah. have got momentum. They've got some stars missing. But they're still showing exactly what makes them the most dangerous team outside the top four in my mind. So the last game and this game are the two Clarkson uh, potential teams, right? Essendon and North Melbourne. So maybe maybe Clarko will have a bit busy Saturday Arvo. Like, surely he's not making his mind up on how they play the last game of the, the season, though. I no, mean, you're right. And given Richmond will have more to play, you'd like to see Essendon front up and, and show something in this game? Because effectively, last week's game against Port Adelaide got their coach sacked. Yep. Exactly. It's just how they respond to the turmoil this week, the Bombers, is going to be fascinating with Ben Rutten, most likely his last game. And it might also be the last game, but also the first game back for a long time for Michael Hurley, who yeah. had a, a bad hip infection, almost lost a leg, as we know. It's been a sad but almost an inspirational story, the fact that he got to the point, having played some VFL, he should be selected this week. I think that would be... I mean, given what's at stake, the, the emotion's going to be all over the shop for the Bombers. Having him back in there, I think for Essendon fans, will be a nice way to farewell him and say, mate, that's a, an outstanding job. A bit like Jason McCartney when he came back from the Bali bombings, played yep. one game, yep. said sayonara, and that was a feel-good story as well. Well, he, he's been almost a forgotten piece, hasn't he, really? like He was that guy that could go forward, could go back, a real you know, central cog as a... As a as a tall player, either forward or back, which they haven't had. They, they really haven't had that. So disappointing to see him retire, but congratulations on actually getting up and getting through a game. I'm sure in his mind that all he would have been working towards would be to play an AFL game. Yes, health, of course, trumps that. But as a player and as an athlete, he would have been working bloody hard to get there. So well done, Michael Hurley. I'm picking... Richmond. Yeah, Tigers. Lynch kicked eight last week. Uh, Shea Bolton's in beautiful form, my man. So, no, no, Tigers. We might need to get you a Shea Bolton jumper or something. Maybe, maybe do one of these he's, up with Shea Bolton. He's kicking for goals probably a little bit off, isn't it? But he's... He, Can you, you have a word to him? <laughs> isn't, he, isn't he sort of wow factor? Do you yeah. agree on that? Yeah, oh, he's unbelievable. Lo- 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 love watching him. Tigers. Uh, yeah, very good. Same. Port Adelaide v Adelaide. The showdown with nothing on the line. Uh, Ro- Robbie Gray to play his final game. He's a gun. Yeah. 
Mate, he's a ripper. I just think he's one of the best small forwards of the last decade. Which is, which is strange because he's not, um, he's not that quick. No. Like, like, and and I've, I know that because I played on him. He's not. He doesn't have a eighty meter kick on him. He do, You know, he doesn't have all these star attributes. So what makes him good? Other than he's smart, he's an incredibly intelligent player. Um, he's like one of those guys. You know, you put Pendlebury in the same thing. Mark Lacroix was the same. That had not only a goal sense, but like a. Uh, an an area sense. He didn't have to move fast to get him get in his own space. Whether that be on the lead against him, he didn't have to have you by five meters. He could just get a bit of space or hold the space with one hand or handballs without looking or you know just all these things that can't be taught. They're they're pure uh, footy sense and he and he was like some of the best in the game. Plus he was a clutch player. You know he he was someone that I I thought looking in as an opposition player if he had the ball in his hands. It was more than likely going to be a goal to the opposition. Um, so, what about that goal and kick against yeah. Carlton at the Gabba on the boundary line on yes. the siren? That's the type of bloke he is, type of player. You thought ball in hand. I mean, we know Dunstall and Lockett, and I thought Gary Buckinara as a kid was just a beautiful set shot. He was a guy that always thought you could trust in a big moment to kick a clutch goal. But uh, congratulations to him on a brilliant career. And showdown. Think, Still a showdown. Absolutely, yeah. And Adelaide's, what, they've won a couple in a row, beating West Coast, North Melbourne, not huge names. But uh, I think Port Adelaide sends Robbie out in winning style. Well, Port Adelaide to win, yeah. Oh, I mean, what, what, what do you care? Oh, I'm, I'm going to go Adelaide. Are you really? Yeah, I'm going to go Adelaide. On what basis? Oh, n- nothing, nothing on the line. Um, I think the showdown Adelaide seem to be a side that gets up for it. I think they're a bit like Fremantle probably used to be. Maybe means a bit more to Adelaide than it does Port Adelaide. I don't know. No, it's a home Port Adelaide game. They'll be winning. Okay, very good. I can't wait for Adelaide to win that game. I'll let you know all about it. Hawthorne v Western Bulldogs, Sunday. So we move into the Sunday games. Launceston, I believe. Yeah, Utah Stadium. Okay. You know what Utah stands for? University of Tasmania. Giddy up. <laughs> You're pretty happy with that, Skeet. Very good. First of... Do you uh, go to university, by the way? Do I go to university? Yeah. Would you say yes or no? I'd say definitely no. <laughs> you, and you, def- you definitely didn't. I didn't. I got... No, you 12. That was it, brother. I was out. I, I, I did I did a little bit of a law degree. Seriously? Yeah. Well, well, oh, cu- you got to be covered then by s- miles. Spare, give, spare me. Don't, don't surprise yourself. A law degree? Yeah, a, a bit of it. Yeah. So why wouldn't you go back to it instead of sitting here talking shit with Cause me? Because I, because I just love this is I this is what I love to do, skate talk with you, mate. Um, uh, yeah, put the law degree in the bin, mate. This is exactly what I want to be doing here on the Shelter Footy Cars. It actually is. I love it. Um, Hawthorne Western Bulldogs. Hawthorne not so much. Western Bulldogs. I still think they're a chance to make the finals. A fair bit. I know I've been saying it, a fair bit needs to go well for them to get to finals. Now they need to win. First of all. They need to win by probably 10 points or more. They need Carlton to lose by 10 points or more. So they need the points and the differential. I think all of those things can happen. Uh, they, they, can beat, they can beat the Hawthorne Hawks. At, yeah, Haw- Hawks right? have really fallen away, haven't they? Yep, they uh, have. In the last uh, couple of months, or a couple of weeks particularly. Uh, dogs aren't playing great footy. They got across the line against the Giants, but their midfield, I think, will be good enough to, to take care of Hawthorne. Um, can Hawthorne cause a bit of trouble down there? They do. They, they, I think I've read a stat this week where uh, the Bulldogs haven't beaten, not that they play there often, obviously, they yeah. haven't, haven't beaten the Hawks in Tassie for a long time. It's not a nice place. It's not a nice place to play Why? at. It's, it's a really nice place. Oh, it is a nice place. Oh, I really like Launceston and the yep. grounds in Great Nick. Yep, yep. It just, 
it's a bit like Geelong. Like, it's not that the whole crowd's Hawthorne, which it kind of is, but it just feels foreign. Out of your comfort zone? Yeah, feels feels like... And especially for a Western Bulldog side, who they're a skill side. Uh, they, they are a sort of in and under contested ball side at times, but they are a skill side. So it's not, you know, conducive to and great Lonnie, skills. And Lonnie, time. if it's a yeah. bit cold and wet. A little bit dewy, a little bit wet. Uh, go in the Bulldogs. Yeah, we go to the Bulldogs too, and I think they can play finals, which means this next game, Carlton v Collingwood, the last game of Sunday. Uh, oh, is it the last game? No, it's the middle game on Sunday at the MCG. This may be one of the be- biggest games of the year. There is so much on Crab the line. Crowd-wise, absolutely. Won't yeah, it? just but also just feeling-wise, I think everyone either loves or hates Carlton or Collingwood. It doesn't matter who you go for. Um, the fact that Carlton need to win to play finals, the fact that Collingwood need to win to make top four, there couldn't be more on the line for both sides, and I think it's going to be a ripping game. Yeah, I agree. And Collingwood, a couple of injury concerns to Goey, Ginevan. Uh, so they're just... Just off balance, I reckon, from what we saw at the SCG last week. And yes. given what Sydney did, how they played that style of footy where they possessed the ball, they slowed the game down. I wonder whether Carlton, which may not be their their normal style, whether that's something they'll look at for this week. So, uh, massive game, Paddy. Cripps, of course, gets to, to lead his side out there for the last game of the home and away season. They started what they started 7-1, and one, Carlton, yes. thereabouts. So, this is, you know... For Carlton supporters to, to get rolled, particularly by Collingwood in the last round and miss the finals, would, oh, would be, be heartbreaking. But Collingwood's got the incentive as well to yep. finish top top four. Yeah, that's why I like this game. It's the first game, really. I mean, Brisbane, Melbourne, they, they both have something at stake. But this game here, they both have big things at stake. Um, Chera may be back for Carlton, so that's a big in for them. I mean, what made them good at the start of the season was their their breadth across their midfield, the the ability to share the load, to share the, you know, not just Patrick Cripps every time. He was playing bloody well. He was probably leading the brown line the first six rounds, but it was because he had people in there with him. Hewitt was playing well. Chera was playing well. Walsh came in after a slow start um, with injury. So uh, maybe a Chera back into the side creates an opportunity, but this will be, again, a finals game before finals. Yeah, absolutely. How many are they going to get to the MCG? You'd love to see... 80, wouldn't you? I mean, if you're a Collingwood or Carlton fan and you're living in Melbourne, you go into that game. Isn't it even more than 80? I just would have thought... I mean, I'm just having a look at the weather. 100? For Sunday. Fine, 15 degrees. 15. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah. 100? Oh, maybe not a hunch, but I reckon 90's a... a, a 100's grand final, so... Yeah, yeah, Anzac Day's had had 90, 95. Yeah, it should be a rip-off. Yeah, I'll be watching. Um, Who wins? Oh, I'm going Carlton. I think Carlton can... I thought I liked a bit of what they did. Yeah. I didn't see the game, of course, because we were doing the derby. But I, just, I reckon they might have just turned the, the season around a bit last week. As much as I want to see the Bulldogs make finals, I want Flag Mantle to finish top more four more. So Carlton needs to get this done. So I'll be cheering for Carlton on Sunday. I'm actually looking forward to this more than any other game over the weekend. Yeah. Um, so Carlton for mine. We're both on Carlton. Yeah, blue bag. Let's hope the game. Lives I think up Colin, to it. I think Colin was just maybe on the. Tiny, tiny slide. Not, not, no, not, no. Just a, after you win a lot of games in a row, I think yeah. I said this before, when Melbourne lost one, after you, you lose your first after three months, sometimes it's not automatic. You just the bounce back's very quick. So, look, I might be wrong, but going for Carlton. St Kilda, Sydney at the end of the weekend. Um, this will have a bit on the line as well, given that Sydney sits above Fremantle. So Fremantle will potentially be you know, sitting above them before this game. St Kilda needs to win to have any chance of playing finals. Somehow there's still a chance to play finals. St Kilda, they are. Don't look at me like no, that. Win by around 90 points in this game <laughs> and Carlton lose by around 50 points and Bulldogs lose. St Kilda make finals. Mate, this just shows you where St Kilda's having a, a review of their footy department and everything. This is the, the, the latest club that's coming out and having a review right. of their footy department or how they're operating. So it shows you that Brett Ratton and his team, 
they they in turn I think were five and one at the start of the season. So they've they've fallen away big time in the last uh, two or three months. Just haven't looked like it. Uh, they're aging. I mean, Dan Hanabry came back, but of course he's retiring. He, yeah, he came back briefly, but he's retiring. That's done. Yep. Uh, Bradley Hill question marks over that. He wants to go to a fourth AFL club. Does he? There's the question mark as to where he's going to be next year. Right. Yeah, they're they're not playing good enough footy. And Sydney, and I know you've been big on them for yep. a long time. They're they're just humming along beautifully. They will be winning this, and they'll be winning, I think, pretty comfortably at Marvel Stadium. I do too. Sydney win this quite easily. Unfortunately for St Kilda, your season is done and dusted. Game of the weekend to watch. There's a couple. Brisbane-Melbourne will get you started. But I think Collingwood-Carlton, especially here in Western Australia, there'll be there'll be a lot on the line for Freo fans watching on. But as a footy spectacle, I think this will be one of the most watched games all year. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, I don't think we've had a Carlton-Collingwood game mean so much for... I don't know. Think don't, like, don't tell me. Don't take me back to the seventies. No, no, no. But for no. <laughs> I think what, Wayne Harms tapping no, the ball no. back into the ground. No, but for years it's been you know yeah. a decade. I can't think of because Carlton's been no good. Yeah. Collingwood sort of has been was good when Carlton were no good, but exactly. they were no good at yeah, stages. So bring it on. This is and you know the AFL and Channel Seven and everyone broadcasting and they're going giddy up. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings here on the Shelter Footycast. Bit of PTI to finish off the preview of round 23, the last round of the year, the last PTI of the regular season before we get into finals. How about this one, Skeet? Fremantle will make the top four. I mean Flagmantle. Flagmantle will make the top four. And you're saying this, now just for Fremantle fans, just explain what scenario you think will happen for them to make the top four. Okay, they win. Yep. Uh, Brisbane or Melbourne lose. Doesn't matter that one game. Uh, Carlton win against Collingwood. So they, they make it. That's all they need. They jump, they jump, and they jump uh, Collingwood and... Uh, have I said that wrong? No, that's right. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah they, they jump Collingwood they and... They need and one of Collingwood or Sydney to lose. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So then, And then they've got the fallback of Sydney losing to St. Well, they're not losing to St. Kilda. <laughs> they're not losing. But, but it, it, your argument, obviously taking no here, but that makes it difficult because I've tipped Carlton. Yes. To win. Yes, <laughs> so, yes. So I've got a bit of, I'm in a bit of a corner here. Um... So that's my happiness insurance because I want them to make top four as well. Yes, but uh, I just yeah, you know, Collingwood probably. You can just see them. I rock, can see Collingwood winning, breaking Docker's hearts. Look, there's been a couple of occasions, even last weekend. Carlton's in front by seven points with three minutes to go, which would have really helped Fremantle yep. in their top four bid. They get rolled. Um, there's been a couple of moments where they thought, oh, you know, but bottom line is Fremantle have got to take care of their own business, and then they do. Yeah, hopefully it turns their way, but which is why that's that's the language coming out of Fremantle this week is most important game because none of these things matter unless they get the job done against GWS, totally. which they haven't done since two thousand and three, away from home, not GWS, but in general, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Ge- in the last round, yeah, yeah, yeah? you yeah, gave yeah. me that start, yeah, no, don't it's raise a, your they've, eyebrows. They've won man. a home and away game, away game, yeah. Since 2003, Giants aren't sort of in the mix ever. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So what exactly what I said? Essendon, despite some lucky wins, have been the worst side this season. Essendon are the worst side this season. I told you when they got beaten by the Eagles, <laughs> yeah. they were putrid. I thought, you, you came in here furious because they were just absolutely they were terrible. And, and yeah, but I'm going to take a composite view here because I think even though they've had injuries, there's been COVID, not. Too many people. In fact, I don't know anyone who would have the West Coast Eagles finishing second last or potentially last. Yep. So with their list, and I know they've had so many injuries, for me, I, I think they have been very disappointing with their output, their form. And it's not so much the, the losing, the, the style that they lost for so many weeks, for me, and we saw they got beaten by four goals by the Dockers last week, but there was you walked away thinking, no, no they, they, 
they've had some skin in the game. They really had a crack. There have been times this year where I don't think that the, the players, as a group, can walk away thinking they had a fully committed effort. I would love to agree with you, but I'm not going to because this is PTI. That's fine. West Coast Eagles fighting for the wooden spoon. But I think Western, Essendon, Western, I think Essendon have been the worst side in the competition. They make finals last year. Just remember, West Coast did make finals last year. So although maybe people didn't expect them to be wooden spoon, um, I don't know why you expect them to leap up from last year. They were going downwards. Mate, they won two games. Yeah, yeah. I no, know. One, no one thought they were going to win. I mean, you They've were... still got their coach, don't they? Because Essendon don't. Uh, they've sacked their coach after two years at the helm. They've, they're, they're sacking him. And it's going to be an absolute shit show if Alistair Clarkson picks North Melbourne and Essendon don't have a coach. Has anyone thought about that? Because North Melbourne don't have a coach. And so if Clarkson goes to Essendon, well, North Melbourne don't have a coach. But, but, but also, if, you're right, though. If if he goes to North Melbourne, Essendon essentially put Rutten in this Exactly. He's not coaching there next year. It's literally untenable, his position. So that's their fault because they've shit the bed at board level. They've had, they're, they're, they're running. What, what are, I wouldn't want to go there if I was Clarkson. They don't know what they're doing. They've they got no idea. They've, they've got rid of Worstfold. They've got rid of Rutten. They've got rid of Knights. They've got rid of Hurd. He got rid of himself. Like, why would you want to go there as a coach? So Essendon and then put that behaviour as a, at club level onto the field. And they've played like absolute shite this year and they've been the worst side. Yes, they've had some lucky wins, not fighting for Wooden Spoon, but I, I haven't liked watching them all year. Yeah, no. I, no, I, I can't argue with most very of that. Good. You've got very fired up about that one. Yeah, I don't, don't like I don't rate what's happened there. I don't, yeah. Why does it happen often? Footy clubs happen this way all the time. There's so many times you think, oh, they've seen how Carlton did it last year. This will be different. They've got to, you've got to have good culture. It doesn't matter what players you have. It doesn't matter really like who's putting it all together. If it's not gelling and people aren't coercive inside the organisation, then it you're doesn't right, work. It's a, what is it? The, the front office. Once you've got your admin sorted, yep. often, often, Flow that down. means that it flows on. Very good. Uh, we're finishing up. Last one. Listen to question. This is at, uh, we got an email, which is uh, shelter at footycar. No, no. It is footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. Um, send in your questions. We'll ask Skate these ones. This is a good one for you, Skate. Hey, guys, loving the podcast. The WA Focus footy preview and review is just what I need after I've had busy weekends and can't watch all the games. Lucky Mark Rennings is watching them all for you. Just wondering if you're going to keep it going through the AFLW season, hoping for an improved season from the Eagles this year. From Ben, I'll answer. We are going to keep this going. Um, this will be a... Weekly show. We're going to keep going through finals. Uh, obviously, the AFLW will start up during finals. It starts next week. Correct. So we'll start a bit of coverage through the AFLW yep. through here. Both of us will be covering a little bit of, I think, maybe during the year uh, as the girls go on there. So Yeah, it'll be AFLW. There'll be, obviously, the you now we're a bit biased here, NFL season starts. So we're yep. big into that. The NBA, the NBL. Um, big we'll, bash coming into we'll, it. We'll cover anything that's sporting related. Absolutely, jump in and have we, a chat. We will get to the end of the AFL season, though. Um, we'll do some Brownlow stuff. We'll do some trade stuff. Um, try not to be too trade radio about it. I don't... I don't Sometimes I don't like that. Well, I mean, yeah, Brad Hill, where's he going? And throw yeah. out six different clubs. I'm not sure we're smart enough for that. <laughs> Very good. But to answer your question, Ben, we will keep this going. Absolutely love it here on the Shelter Footy Cast. That's pretty much done and dusted, Skate. Um, you can follow us on socials, which is Shelter uh, Shelter Footy Cast across Instagram. Footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au is the email. Watch us on YouTube. All of our links in the bio. Uh, I don't know what you're going to do with that jacket as you go out, but I hope you keep nice and warm. Oh, it's cold. Thank you, like the Frio. Let's hope they get the top four. Flag medal. <laughs> <laughs>